0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Emotion Overload. I'm Sammy Huber.
1: I'm Sophia Plate, and I'm Julie, and we're super excited to talk with you guys today. Okay. Yes,
0: today we will be talking about emotions and mental health. So last time we talked about common misconceptions about emotions, and we discussed some current and historic, um, and the- I almost three theoretical. <laughs>
1: I mean, some of it's theoretical, (laughs) you're not wrong. Aristotle's pretty much all up there. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, Literature, and we just debunked them and talked about them and had an open conversation. Um, This episode, we are talking about mental health and the differences that can exist, um, and just emotions in general, and how those two interplay. Um, now we are going to be talking about some topics that are close to a lot of people, particularly in this time of heightened stress, anxiety, um, and just experiencing some unpleasant emotions. Um, so we do not take this conversation lightly, um, and I hope that you guys um, just really <laughs> learn to like engage and yeah. So... Today, we will be talking about distinguishing mental health from general emotions, and how to encourage healthy coping and conversations, proper uses of terminology, and acknowledge that there are differences between um, feeling certain things and um, just different terminology. Mm -hmm. Let's
1: dive right in, guys. Yes. All right. So, hitting a... Like the terminology aspect of that. Before I get into that, I do kind of want to like add the note of like, mental health is not this taboo subject. Mm-hmm. It's not something mm-hmm. that we should avoid or should be afraid of being like present in our lives. Yeah. If it's if it's there, then it's something that we can address and seek help for. And like, similar to like just going to a physician when you're not feeling well. Same yeah. thing here. So like, if any of this resonates with you, like, please reach out to people that can help you like in particular counselors or therapists um if any of the like more mental health related um mm-hmm. things you feel like might be applicable to you after you do some yeah. self-evaluation and stuff
0: definitely mental health is part of your health so yes.
1: oh my gosh retweet that over <laughs> and over again but back to terminology <laughs> um emotions are termed and classified Among three different Mm -hmm. dimensions Which I kind of mentioned a little bit of In our last episode But we have this dimension called arousal Which just means the activation Or the deactivation of our autonomic nervous system Called the ANS And so This is just kind of like Does your heart rate quicken or does it slow When you're Mm -hmm. experiencing this And then there's also the dimension of motivation Which looks at whether an emotion Is approach motivated Or withdrawal motivated Emotions direct our behavior And they kind of guide what we do And where we go Whether that be going towards something Or moving away from something Mm -hmm. And the third dimension is Valence Which is kind of where we get this idea of like Good or bad emotions Because valence is the positive The pleasant um, emotion to experience Or the negative Which would be an unpleasant experience for us So for instance uh, Like Pleasant emotion or a positively balanced emotion would be happiness, and that is approach motivated. We want to move towards the thing that makes us happy, and it's also a activation Mm -hmm. in our arousal. Especially if it's cookies. Yes, Yes, if it's cookies, (laughs) we are going towards them. (laughs) We're experiencing that joy. But those are some of like the distinctions between emotions and kind of like the terminology that exists around them. But all emotions are valuable mm-hmm. and beneficial. Definitely. Yeah, and just
0: like we talked about last time, like emotions are complex, and they have different purposes, and they are there for a reason. Um. So yeah, they do serve a function.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, so I'm gonna talk a little bit about stress. Yeah. So, um, if you're in school, or I guess anywhere in the world, really, you're experiencing a lot of stress, whether it's with Ooh. final exams, election outcomes, COVID yeah. in general. <laughs> Um we're all kind of struggling with that right now. Um so one, I just want to remind you that it's okay to be stressed out. It's normal. It's a it's a typical human reaction to things. Um natural, yes. And it's actually not necessarily always a bad thing. It mm-hmm. helps you learn, it strengthens you, it causes you to actually think and work through any issues that are around you. Mm-hmm. Um and I said this in our last podcast, but like Take a step back outside of your body and look at what's causing your stress and see if it's actually a harmful situation or a beneficial situation. So I can take my finals, for example. I'm doing a lot of studying, a lot of research, a lot of papers. Um, and it's not necessarily things I look forward to. But next <laughs> time I have one of those projects, I can be like, oh, this didn't work last time I had this. Like last time I was working on a project, this is how I can do it differently and better my my
1: work. Yeah. So and, and also with that, so frequently in our lives we view stress as being this negative thing mm-hmm. yes. when in actuality stress has two different components to it there's positive stress that exists and it yes. helps us and it promotes behavior and like getting stuff done and then there's negative stress which is that inhibitory kind mm-hmm. of stress that can feel overwhelming at times but so so frequently we conflate the two mm-hmm. and forget that there is positive um, attributes to stress definitely yeah Um, So I actually am going to
2: tie the next point in on anxiety and with one of the things that I researched. So I, if you don't know me, um, I'm Sophia Plate, and I have extreme social anxiety. (laughs) Um, So I did a little research on that and, like, self-care. So I found this article that talks about um, people who struggle with social anxiety and interactions. And because COVID has impacted so many of us, we're having to do school online and just, like, bunch of things virtually so I found this article that talks about the relationship between social anxiety um and virtual interactions and the study showed that it actually has reduced it hasn't eliminated but it's extremely reduced the amount of anxiety people feel just by Mm -hmm. not being in person with the person but you kind of are in a weird way yeah so I just found that article really interesting and thought it would tie in with the anxiety subject Mm
1: -hmm. yeah definitely
0: yeah um so like there is a difference between being anxious and being stressed um and a difference between anxious and having anxiety um so anxiety is another example of how it's not necessarily negative um but it is actually can be helpful especially to if you know you get nervous um i don't know just like Mm -hmm if like a situation is stressful or if someone were to be threatening, you might get anxious or frightened um, and that anxiety is there to protect you. Mm -hmm. But it's whenever that anxiety or those feelings um, and those experiences um, go out of the normal and typical guidelines, if that makes sense. Um, So um, it can be harmful whenever that anxiety or anxious feelings become overwhelming and debilitating, um, and it becomes a concern to either yourself or a concern to other people, um, and that goes for a lot of different, um, either disorders or feelings, um,
1: yeah, Yeah. Mm. and I mean like sadness also falls into Mm -hmm. that like sadness is not a negative emotion it's beneficial and same with anxiety and with stress it has benefits to it but it's when it becomes a more long term experience Mm -hmm. of that that you're not able to have control over or within and it becomes debilitating to kind of your daily life that it's not just an emotional experience Mm -hmm. or a mood at that point it becomes something that might very well be a mental health situation that, like, additional resources could really help you out in those particular circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry.
0: Sorry.
2: I've done that (laughs) twice now. Sorry.
1: And just, like,
0: Sophie was giving an example of, like, it's okay to feel um, anxious in social situations every now and again, but whenever it's consistent, severe, and concerning to either yourself or others, like, that's when it needs to be taken very seriously. Um, And... Yeah.
2: yeah. I honestly don't remember I was
1: going to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. You'll, we love it. We'll come back to it. I'll, come, you. I'll yes. interrupt you next time I remember. Perfect. Oh yes. my gosh, yes. Interrupt me. But as we were saying, like, we have these distinctions between mental health and emotions. And one researcher, um, Joseph Forga, discussed, like, sadness in detail in his mm-hmm. article, Can Sadness Be Good For You? Because so frequently we don't think that sadness can be beneficial but within his article, within this research, he's looking at like all the previous research that's been done, um, evolutionary psychology perspectives, which are fascinating, mm-hmm. and also like the cognitive and the affective components to it, and how sadness can actually help us in some decision makings, and yeah. can help us with our memory formation in certain ways, and how we interact and survive with the world. And so... For him in particular in this article, he's discussing how it's this mild negative affective state, which means it's not overwhelming and mm. therefore doesn't include things like depression, which are different. So like yes. when you're sad, it might not be accurate to say, oh, I'm so depressed right now. Yeah. Because terms are super important in the mm-hmm. way that we use them and the way that we like discuss them with our yeah. friends. Because so much of like our common... Like comments are like, yeah, wow, I'm like hyper stressed or I'm feeling so anxious right now. Like, you might be, but is it as bad? Yeah, yeah,
0: is it a clinical diagnosis? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. and it's very important with how we interact with people, and also for people, especially young, like either children or young people, to know that there is a difference and to be able to label their own experiences with those words. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be a very helpful tool. Um. yeah especially because if your child were to say I'm so depressed they might not mean clinically depressed they might just mean like sad and so mm-hmm. it's like it really is how we socially interact with people in those terms yeah
2: yeah no and like so I did some research again on like self-care <laughs> um I just really like this topic okay um but I found two articles that are really similar so the first one is self-care practice and social work education and then mm-hmm. the other one is training future psychologists to be um competent in self-care. So both are focusing on you as a person, especially these specific fields, psychology yeah. and social work. Um and the point of them is to really remind you that it's important not only if you're in a field that you're helping someone else, but to also make sure that you're helping you. Yeah. Um so like despite whatever you're seeing in your job or career, mm-hmm. um It it does affect you, and most of these times, it's okay to get help, and these articles are like affirming that these things happen to you. We're training you how to better yourself so that these don't affect you as much, how to like Mm -hmm. take care of yourself, and I just found them really fascinating, so if you guys are interested in those topics, I have these articles you can read, just message us and let us know.
1: Yes, we would love to distribute what we found to you guys. Like beyond even just what we Mm -hmm. talked on the podcast,
0: yeah, and I think definitely with like what Sophie was talking about, um, we've seen the mental health or not the the (laughs) medical um, and the healthcare providers in this time of COVID really learning that you can't burn yourself out because then you can't help other people. And so exactly. I think... And that goes for any field that you go into or just being a human in general, um, whether you're a mom, you know, it just... Mom, dad, it doesn't matter. You do have to take care of yourself because you can't be there for others if you're not there for yourself first.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and if you're religious too, like having that relationship with God first because that pours into everything else. Everything else can't pour into that relationship. So,
1: yeah. And I love how these are kind of preventative mm-hmm. focus in that we know that sometimes emotions can become overwhelming and they can translate from anxiety to something that is clinically mm-hmm. diagnosable or from sadness and momentary states of like being upset or muted yeah, or I- emotional expression to clinical depression and yeah. how we acknowledge that and so we're like okay how do we teach people to experience emotions better and to express emotions in a healthier way and to not kind of rely on not expressing them as much in certain situations which I love this rise of like attention towards it Mm -hmm. but also distinguishing between when it's necessary. Yes. Versus when it's preventative. Yeah. I think that's a very important distinction for us to make.
0: And kind of um, on the other side of the coin, like if someone is experiencing a mental health concern and they are not using the right either terms or they don't take their experience seriously, um, that can also be harmful. So if someone is clinically depressed and cannot get out of bed or um, you know, extreme social anxiety that needs to be taken serious, and they're not just feeling depressed; they are actually clinically depressed. Um, and so I think we need to be aware and take this very seriously, but also not just diminish its power and, um, kind of make it just so commonplace. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. yeah. Especially with like the terms that we use, like. Uh, yeah. I'm my anxiety is so bad today. Like yes, if you have actual anxiety, but you could also just be feeling anxious in that moment. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. This topic's so heavy, but yet it's so yes. informative
1: and it's just, it's really just an interesting field to be in and research. Yeah. And ultimately, it comes down to just kind of being self-aware in the emotions that you are experiencing, how frequently you're experiencing them, how like impactful they are within your own life but also an awareness of when it is just momentary Mm -hmm. and being able to kind of like step away from the situation and look at it and be like, yeah, no, I'm feeling anxious right now, but it doesn't mean that it's persistent. And it doesn't mean that it's anything more than a momentary experience that I have. I think that gives us also a lot of power in situations. Yeah, Yeah, definitely.
0: Definitely. Um, And two, like, this applies. We all have emotions because we're all human. Um, And mental health applies to everyone because we all have mental health. Just like I was saying Mm -hmm. before, like, mental health is part of your health. So it is to be taken seriously um, and not to be overlooked and to have those hard conversations with people or to just go find out. If you are concerned about yourself or someone else, go find out. Go talk to someone. Reach out, whether that's either counseling or just inquiring um and so it's really just very serious and but also it's something that we need to open up the conversation about and just be there for each other and ourselves um and yeah so this does apply to you and it applies to everyone else around you
2: yeah so I think that kind of like concludes our topic for the day
1: yeah yeah and I mean as always like if you guys want to talk about this more or have more that you want to like voice to us or communicate with us? Um, we would love to hear that. Definitely. We know that this topic is super close to people and mm-hmm. particularly to some people more than others, even though it's applicable yeah. to everyone at Sandy yes saying.
2: Go manipulate your emotions, put
1: a pencil between your teeth, and smile. <laughs> yes, as you can tell, we love that study, it's so amazing. Yeah, just like the simplicity of how you can
0: interact with your emotions smile today <laughs> and it's very important
1: but you can reach us at emotion underscore overload underscore podcast on twitter or instagram and we would love to hear from you guys hear what you're thinking and again like if you want the articles or things like that just yeah. shoot us a message we would love to disseminate that information to you guys yeah next time we meet we will be discussing sex differences so yes. join us if you're interested in that yeah. we are very
0: passionate about that so um, we
1: cannot wait <laughs> yeah we're so excited to tackle this question of like is there really a difference and if so what is it why does yeah. it exist and things like that but check us out next time and have a great day
0: bye bye thank you